Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bonnie. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? Welcome to your Monday podcast with Clark and Bobby, and we are officially in the Advent, a- Advent season. So Merry Christmas. Ding, 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 Merry Christmas ding, ding, to you. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> We're not excited you, you about filthy it. Animal. <laughs> I know. Well, no. We'll announce it it's later, but it is the tree lighting tonight. Yeah. If you are near Emmanuel Church. Advent tree lighting. Tonight. Tonight, 7 p.m., family friendly. Kids can make their own ornaments. We're going to sing some songs, light up the mm-hmm. trees, and talk about Jesus. It's going to be fantastic. It is. Yeah. But as of right now, we're going to be talking about Galatians chapter 5. We are. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really simple passage, <laughs> really powerful passage. Yeah. The first five verses really kind of get the point that there's there's yeah. no such thing as um, G, you need to be mm-hmm. saved by Jesus plus circumcision or sure. Jesus and good works or Jesus yeah. and a nice smile mm-hmm. or Jesus mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. A cool car. It's just Jesus mm-hmm. is what he's getting at. Because yeah. there's a group of believers at that time that are saying you still need to buy into the Old Testament law, mm-hmm. specifically circumcision, if you want to be truly saved Mm -hmm. and paul is calling it out saying "Uh uh-uh that's not how this works yeah and um the greatest freedom and liberty kind of we have is is knowing that god has saved us into this relationship with him that there is no earning yeah um there's still effort to be put in Mm -hmm. just like any relationship but you can't earn or unearn yeah this gift that god's given Mm -hmm. you yeah, I think so that word freedom, like we just mess that up because like in our culture, we always talk about, oh, we have the freedom. We have the liberty to do X, Y, Z, whatever we want. And the gospel is actually like presenting this freedom. That's like the, per, the freedom from. Yeah. So totally different there. Note that stop abusing the word freedom. And then like Clark said, it's such a wonderful reality to live in that like it really is this person, Jesus Christ and what he's done for us, not something that we're going to do or have done, you know, making us really proud or egotistical. Like it's, it's literally just him. So it's not the law. It's not circumcision. Like this, this church in Galatians is kind of getting at here. Yeah. And so, but, but crucial to understand that I feel like about freedom. And then obviously like understanding that justification part of it is like, huge initially too so yeah is there something else that stuck out to you in the, the well, first i think this verse four and five yeah he's trying to help them get their head straight because they're not even looking at the right thing that the, the metric system for success or failure is just wrong sure. so verse four and five he's saying you who are trying to be justified by the law they're trying to be good right technically have been alienated mm-hmm. from christ you have fallen away from grace for through the spirit, we eagerly await by faith, the righteousness for which we hope. Mm-hmm. So uh, an example that we could use from like our day in life, it'd yeah. be like, let's say um, I got a speeding ticket. Okay. I was going. A hundred. I was going a hundred. I don't know. I was going to make something up. I was going a hundred and, and I'm getting pulled over okay. by CHP and they're like, look, dude, you're going a hundred. I'm like, but do you yeah. know how good of a father I am? Yeah. I'm a good husband. Like, I am a good husband. What's he going to say to me? He's going to say, Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are still going to Hundy. Yeah. When it's supposed to be 65 or 70. Like, sure. those two things don't even compute. Not so, the same. So, yeah. when they're saying you have to be circumcised and you're going, 
that doesn't right. add up to being saved by grace through faith. These are mm-hmm. two completely different realms now because of yeah. what Christ has done. Yeah. And so just understanding like repenting of sin mm-hmm. and believing in Jesus is where it's all at. Yeah. And it's from that place then comes a life mm-hmm. of gratitude that is, we're putting effort in mm-hmm. to love God and love our neighbor and honor our own body, honor everybody else. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where it comes from. So I thought yeah. that analogy might be a little helpful for that is helpful for us. So. Yeah. Just like not even talking the same language there. Yeah. Like totally because different. These people yeah. were doing well at one point in time and then the train got off the tracks. Okay. That's what, what was happening. What happens yeah. in the next, you know, verses like, I don't know, seven to 12, mm-hmm. he's essentially asking them, yeah. where did this go wrong? Yeah. Who hindered you? Yeah. yeah. What happened here? You want, you want to read just a couple of verses, seven to 12, or sure. as long as you, your heart desires? Yeah. This is kind of a different, tra- this is ESV, so it's a little more wordy. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I, that's a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. See, that's not as helpful. I yeah. don't think for some folks. Eleven, honey, get the eleven. Turkey day. We're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick up in verse ten. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why I am still being persecuted? Oh wait. Oh my God. See, now it's even harder for you to listen because I'm fumbling. <laughs> Why I'm still being persecuted. In this case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettled you would emasculate themselves. Boom. I know it's harder to understand, but yes, that's what's going on. Like you said, there's someone here that's not being helpful. Mm -hmm. And that's what, so the 11 part verse nine is essentially talking about like when you have something that's untrue, when you have something that is not, you know, even if it's something small, if it's not the truth, it's going to take over and it's going to work its way through the ears of the whole crowd, you know, the whole entire mm-hmm. lump or loaf. And so, yeah, what, what mm-hmm. I took away from that was that if we look back and reflect on our life and think through like, like doing a spiritual inventory, like how am I, yeah. am I growing? Am I in the right spot? Mm. Oftentimes for most of us, there's not one a key moment we look back and go, it's like, oh, that was the moment where I decided that I was going to be a liar or (laughs) I was going to (laughs) be, I was going to commit adultery in that day. I just put it on the calendar. It's tons of small decisions up to that point. So when he says in verse nine, I'll read with the NIV so we can all understand a little bit better. (laughs) A little yeast, a little yeast slowly works through the whole batch of dough. Yeah. It's a it's small, subtle decisions and moments that then come to compromise the entire person or organization. Totally, yeah. And so what Paul is saying is, as you reflect and look back on like, when did it become like, hey, you need to be saved by Jesus and giving your money away, yeah. or Jesus and being a super moral person? Uh, it's like, where, where did it go wrong? And it's probably sure. not one key moment. It's probably a little decision. So it's important that you have, we have accountability partners. We read the Bible together. We're checking in on each other. Yeah. We're in couples, uh, small groups, these kind of things where people, right. there's a checks and balances when you're in community for people just to be, to bl- honestly be, speak into. Yeah. And yeah. be blessed by you and mm-hmm. to hold you accountable and encourage you. Yeah. So, so I'll add a little tidbit cause I feel like the danger, cause this has been brought up in other like new churches too at this time. And I think, I think this is nobody but me. I think the so reason this is an original thought. This is an original thought. This is Bobby not a Corber. book that I read. This is stop it. I think cause what makes sense to me is you, 
you want to participate. And so in that, then it somehow in our sin nature, it becomes about you. It's not about Jesus anymore. And so it's like mm. this flag that you're waving. That's like, well, I did that. Like I'm doing it. And so it's good. Like we're good instead of just like, just the continued yielding and surrendering unto the Lord saying like, it's literally, it's my effort in relationship to him, but it's, him who does the work. And that's where the chapter goes because the chapter like talks about how, when we live in step with the spirit, when we're guided by the spirit and then, and then we learn these words, you know, the fruit of the spirit and how there is an active relationship that's happening, but the active part is not you changing yourself. That's willpower. This is Holy spirit power in you. Kingdom changing. Supernatural So that's actually change. like where, yeah, what do you want to say about those <clears throat> yeah. kind of coming verses? Yeah, verses 13, 14, and 15 yeah. say, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, mm-hmm. but don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Mm. Rather, serve one another humbly in love for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you'll be destroyed by each other. When it comes to your freedom and mm-hmm. using your freedom, think about who is the most free person on the history of this planet. Mm-hmm. That's Jesus. Right. And Jesus used his freedom to serve. Mm-hmm. He was constantly meeting people in their context. Yeah. You know, he could do whatever he wanted. Totally. And so it's just like some really basic examples. You, you mm-hmm. have a friend who struggles with alcohol. You are, you can totally drink alcohol. You're mm-hmm. free to do that, but it, use your freedom to bless them right. and don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like uh, spirituality and these things, like you might be free to have certain hobbies or use your time a certain way, but when you're around other people and you're an influence, remember that what you do greatly influences others around you. And so how can you use your life strategically in the freedoms that God's given you to bless and encourage other people when they're at a different point in their spiritual journey right. than you are. And so there's there's not a cookie cutter answer or response to that because all of you listening are at a different place, you know? So it's just being aware of who are you around in your own home, in your own workplace, your own community, and how can you use your freedom to bless and encourage and lift up yeah. through service like Jesus did. Yeah. I mean, a little, this is random coming to my mind because you don't know when you're going to be in a spot where you're going to need someone else to exercise the gift of their freedom in, in aiding you. And so I think about this specifically within the issue of smoking. So smoking used to be something like that was like normal, like very, very normal growing up. I feel like, like you would see adults all the time smoking. And so I remember my dad when he was not going to smoke anymore and he would be around someone else, it would be so difficult. Yeah. And so one of his good friends, they actually did together, um, started sucking dum-dum suckers just to have like that in his mouth and like have the, like that thing to like, you know, kind of pacify. Cause there's all these other things, there's gums and stuff you can do, but you know, you're still surrounded by those people that you want to be with and yeah. they're just making different, different decisions now. But how much easier was it for him when his friend did it with him? And so exercising his freedom in that saying like, Hey, it's, it's, you know, it's not about me. Like I want to partner with you in this. And so that's the same like word picture, essentially like with your freedom, are you helping or hindering yeah. kind of thought? My, my dad also had suckers yeah. in his mouth in high school, but it was so he wouldn't yell at the referees at my games. See, there you go. It worked. <laughs> and if you're Him and Don Caldwell and some of my other friends' dads. Yeah. Put the sucker in. But then, yeah, it kind of transitions <clears throat> to like talking about what life in the spirit looks like. 
Yeah, is, I'm is glad how, we get there. Is yeah, how, how it ends. Um, verses 16 through 26. And really he just mm-hmm. describes this is what life in the flesh looks like. This is what life in the spirit looks like. And you were created for life in the spirit because mm-hmm. that's where real freedom lies. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just appreciate, you know, I feel like we talk about the uh, fruit of the spirit often when it's in our home, whether it's memorizing it or just talking about why it's important. And so I was reminded that I, of that again in this text too. Like what, what does that even mean? Why do we want to memorize this? Why is this important to us? And just revisiting, like, this is such a simple, but really important thing to say, like, um, when you are abiding, when you are abiding, there are certain markers that you should be seeing. And so like one of the reasons is we talked about with our family is, you know, Hey, why are we talking about the fruit of the spirit as Um, you know, as this one whole person unto the Lord, this is what it looks like. Love, joy, peace, patience. Well, number one is because that way, like when you're interacting with adults, this is what you should be seeing in other adults. Like this is like mom, dad, but also other folks like in the church and that are, that are coming and worshiping and and pouring into you. It should look like this. This should be the norm and the standard for the Christian community. And, mm-hmm. and not by works yeah. because that's the, that is why I feel like I just love this passage. And I think I'll come back to this until I'm Lord willing, 110 years old. I love that Paul. So in verses, um, let's see, I think I wrote it down here really quick. 16, 22, 25. You hear things like this walk by the spirit verse 18, be led by the spirit. Then verse mm-hmm. 22, the fruit of the spirit verse 25, live by the spirit, keep in step with the spirit. It's all about abiding because Paul's talking about here, the desires of the flesh and people, you know, right now, you know, humans are good. You know, we're good. no, Actually, we have this incredible innate potential in us because we're made in the image of God. But really, Paul talks about three different things. He brings up the word flesh usually. He literally like your humanness um, or it's like a body of people or it's this sinful nature that we have since the fall. Sucks. And that's what he's yeah. talking about here yeah. is that like we in the world, we have this thing where our culture, literally Woody Allen. So there's this book out there. John Mark Comer wrote it. It's called live no lies. And in the book, he talks about Woody Allen. I think he's a director or somebody film guy, film guy. Yes. And he literally this quote, the heart wants what the heart wants came from this scenario. So Woody Allen was married and they adopted, um, multiple children. What ended up happening was he was in a relationship with one of the children that they adopted Mm. years later, they end up getting married and he's interviewed about it. What he says is in the interview after talking about what happened is, you know, what happened here? How can you, you know, almost justify this? And his quote is the heart wants what the heart wants. Hmm. So we have that. That's the picture we have. And we have abiding and Holy spirit. And you can see how there is not gray in that. There isn't, there is abiding with Holy spirit saying, I surrender. I don't want to live this lifestyle. It's all about me. I'm going to use my freedom for good. I want to bear the fruit that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, or it's not. And I feel like right now we're, our culture is saying like, you're justified. You should get to live like that. You worked hard. You, you know what? That is really uncomfortable. Like it's, you know. You, or I'd say, even if it's natural to, if it, if if it's natural, it feel feels good, good, then I can do it. Why shouldn't I be able to do there's this? There's a lot in scriptures that are actually, it's unnatural to, to, to follow God because of our sin exactly. nature. So it takes, yeah. And so that's why, cause I think another, like, oh, there's so, this is so loaded, which is why I'm going to study it till I'm 110, you guys. But 
I think the, because the other part of it is like, I know Bobby, like I, I'm a young Christian and I don't want to do that, but I still have these strong desires. And that's why I say, that's why it's not willpower. It's Holy spirit power. Yeah. When you are in Christ, it is not willpower that you are just picking your white knuckling yourself up and you're doing this. No, you're surrendering unto the greater source of power. That's Holy spirit in your life. Like mm -hmm. Clark said, with accountability, with practicing like, okay, we're going to get with Holy spirit. Let's do spiritual disciplines. Let's practice these things because they aren't natural. Anyway, another thing that came to mind as I was reading this was I, I hadn't heard this before. And it talks about Holy Spirit as the sanctifier, because that's what's really going on in Galatians here. And I know we're getting long-winded. Hang on here, you guys. This is really good. And I love this because literally the quote that I read said, why don't we say, Holy Jesus Christ? Why don't we really often say, Holy Father God? We don't. We say, Holy Spirit. Spirit. And this article was essentially giving the indication that we say Holy Spirit, not because we are reiterating that we know that this is a holy God, but because it's what he does. Hmm. Spirit is making us holy. He yeah. is a sanctifier. So we've, we've got Father God guiding. We've got Jesus Christ who's died. Now we have Holy Spirit in us who's sanctifying us with Holy Spirit power. And I just love Galatians talking about this because it's one of those things that's like, we are Holy Spirit's named and marked by the works that he's doing in us. And because he's in us, we are named and we are marked. And so we are a new creation. We're not our own. And we can do this. We can put effort into this relationship. We can bear this fruit of the spirit unto him. You can do it. Cheetah, <laughs> cheetah what, speed. You got this. Cheetah speed. That's something we say. I just, I, I feel like this is one of those verses. Con, that's good, like Bobby. it's just going to be a part of me because it makes so much sense yeah. with what, how I experience life. That's like, man, there really is the struggle. There really is. Yeah, well, yeah. If we're all being honest, it's not just you. It's yeah. everybody. Mm -hmm. So anyways, thank you for that. Anyways, it was good. good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today to the yeah. podcast. Uh, grateful to be with you. And again, tonight we have the Advent tree lighting. It doesn't matter if you are 80 or you are five years old or you're a family or a single. Come. Yeah. It's for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to sing some of the Christmas songs and enter into Advent intentionally. Yeah. Light up the tree. Again, there will be arts and crafts for the kids there. And uh, we hope to see you then seven o'clock in the sanctuary. God bless you. And uh, we'll catch up on Wednesday. Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face sign on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.